no, this is not a David Copperfield magic trick because the city of Boston didn't actually disappear. Well, kinda, sorta, in a manner of speaking, anyway. Hi, I'm Chris May, host of This Day in Weather History, a podcast from the Weather Network in Canada. Now, a couple of weeks ago, Boston was on the podcast for having suffered a tsunami of molasses that raced through their city streets, and today, their namesake, the SS City of Boston passenger steamer, disappeared forever in 1870, this day in weather history. The SS City of Boston was a British iron-hulled single-crew passenger steamship of the Inman Line. So, okay, that's the 411 on that. Moving on, this story today is how about she then disappeared in the North Atlantic Ocean en route from Halifax, Nova Scotia to Liverpool, England in January of 1870. The city of Boston, the ship, (laughs) was built by shipbuilders Todd and McGregor of Patrick Glasgow and launched on November 15th of 1864. So by any standards, she was still an infant for a vessel. Her maiden voyage took place shortly thereafter, on February 8th of 1865, and that was a transatlantic voyage from Liverpool to New York. The SS City of Boston, two years before her sudden disappearance, proved to be a hero, actually. It was on November 5th of 1868 when she rescued passengers and crew from the critically wounded ship, the Wabeno or Wahens, after it had struck an iceberg in the Atlantic Ocean. She was sinking, and Boston came to the rescue. The ship was revered. And now, the disappearance. The city of Boston set sail from Halifax, Nova Scotia for Liverpool on the 28th of January. She was commanded by Captain Hal Crow with 191 people on board. And of that, there were 55 cabin passengers, 52 steerage passengers, and a crew of 84. Among the passenger list were a number of prominent businessmen and military officers from Halifax. But the SS city of Boston never reached her final destination, and there has never been any trace of her since, leading us to question, what happened? A violent wind and snowstorm developed shortly after her departure. There was no confirmation without evidence, but there has always been suspicion that this storm contributed to her loss after she left Halifax. Also, because she already had a history of rescuing crew from ships that struck icebergs, perhaps it was a fate she met herself with no one around to assist her when she needed it. There were unconfirmed reports from that time saying that she had been seen off the coast of Ireland on the 25th of February and that she was crippled by two broken cylinders in her engine. The curiosity there is that the SS City of Boston had been previously fitted with two-blade propellers to replace her original three-blade propellers, which had been broken during her previous voyage. So she had new boots. There was controversy there when Captain Brooks of the SS City of Brooklyn, what is it with naming ships after American cities, (laughs) expressed his concern that the new kit might not be able to stand up to the punishment normally inflicted upon the new propeller against the adverse weather. Ah, he was suggesting maybe they fit the SS City of Boston with the wrong equipment. In the end, there were sightings, but more legend and rumor than actual evidence in the days that followed. The bark... Russell reported seeing wreckage that had sunk 59 kilometers southwest by south of Small's Lighthouse. They said that there was just a steamship's funnel sticking up out of the water and immediately thought it was from the city of Boston. A piece of wood washed up at Parenporth Cornwall on the 25th of April with the inscription, City of Boston is sinking, 
So that lent again to more building of this urban mythology. Then we had a classic, a message in a bottle washed up at Cranstock, Cornwall in November of 1870. The bottle had evidently been thrown in the water for many months. The message claimed the city of Boston had been in a collision with another vessel and was sinking. It was never proven to have been a clue, nor were there any leads or speculation from that story that ensued. So therefore, it will remain an unsolved mystery for now, after she sank on this day in weather history. Tomorrow is the last day of another month, and we get even closer to our one-year anniversary of this day in weather history, which started on June 1st of 2020. Tomorrow, we move out of the 19th century for a moment and go forward in time again to the 20th century. Not much. <laughs> We're only going to 1906, so it's not a very long trip. But it was on January 31st of 06 when a shockingly powerful magnitude 8.8 .8 earthquake struck off the coast of Ecuador near Esmeraldas. It affected both Ecuador and Colombia on this day in weather history. And I'm talking about it with you tomorrow. I'm your host, Chris May.